This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. We are joined by Marcus Samuelson, celebrity chef and restaurateur. Marcus, great to have you back with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you. So take us through what this last uh, 12 months have been like for you and your, your operations. Well, it's been unbelievable, right? Really unimaginable on a day like this about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago. You know, Red Rooster and all our restaurants converted from being traditional restaurants. And we partnered with World Central Kitchen to become a community kitchen, something that we always worked in the community, but to a deeper level. So um, that meant that we served 300, 400, 500, up to 1,500 people a day, uh, first responders and home insecure people. And uh, it really transformed um, who we were. And those early days were filled with fear, right? Uh, we, we, can we do this social distance? Uh, do we have enough masks? It was all these questions. Um, and especially a day like this, because today exactly marks the anniversary of a great chef, Floyd Cardos, passed away exactly a year ago. And he was an amazing chef and uh, he died in corona, due to corona. And, um, uh, you know, a day like this, I really think about him and his family. So what has this process been like in terms of, uh, you know, as a business owner, but also as somebody that, uh, to a degree, has to look out for the employees of your company as well? Well, very challenging because this was an unknown. We didn't know anything. Uh, So um, we tried to, you know, keep as many jobs as we possibly could. Some people started work with us in New Jersey. Some people went down and worked with us in Miami in our restaurant down there. So we had many opportunities. Um, and eventually also partnered with and started as part of starting independent restaurant coalition so we can push for uh, to get a build through that really helped restaurants. And, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Restaurant Act got through uh, the house, $28.7 billion. That's going to go towards restaurants and restaurant workers. Um and it was just, it was operating and working in the unknown. What's your expectation now moving forward? Because you still have, obviously, the concerns around the uh, coronavirus. Uh, the vaccinations, obviously, are increasing. And, and in many cases, I would imagine some of your locations are more susceptible at this point than others right now. Thinking about, you know, in and around New York City, still, I think, economically, there are lots of issues. Well, I mean, we're not going to come out of and come back fully. It's going to take four or five years, right? Because uh, it has impacted black and brown communities, you know, much, much, much harder. We know the fact that 41% of all black businesses have shut due to corona. Only 5%, less than 5% got PPP, get access to it. So there's a huge gap there. Um, You know, I got to look at it positive. The vaccine is rolling out now. In a place like New York where it's springtime, so the outdoor dining scene is happening, right? And it's something that, you know, all cities really did a good job of. of and, and the diners really, you know, came with us on this journey and ate and sat with us in January and February outside, something that would never happen in places like Philadelphia and New York before. So much, much respect and help we got from the diners as well. But you know, the community out there really rooting for restaurants. It's a, it's a huge segment, right, with between 11 to 16 million people in America that work for independent restaurants just like Red Rooster. 
So uh, we need all the help we can uh, get, you know, in terms of the future. I look at it cautiously positive, uh, yeah. but also extremely humbled by this experience. This been we lost a lot of people, not just in the restaurant industry, but but um, I do think we can navigate through this. Uh, I just got to be um, cautious. That's all. There is something to uh, there's something to be said about being able to be innovative and to be able to pivot in times of crisis. And I think even though there has been significant pain for a lot of businesses, whether it be restaurants or others that have been able to come through this, this will end up being a learning experience if, in fact, there is a next time. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I feel like if you take the negative side, which was many, a lot of positive things have said, too. Like people are working across the aisles. We started something like Independent Restaurant Coalition. I'm focusing on something that we started, uh, an initiative called Black Business Matters Matching Fund, where we provide grants to minority businesses across the country. Uh, and that's happening in institutions. That's happening across the country. So there's a lot of things that uh, come from the federal government, from the local government, but also from the private sector. And, of course, all the first responders are really my heroes in this, all of our heroes. So yeah. I do think that, yes, there's a lot of positive coming out of this. But, wow, there was really a big price to pay. Make you think differently about the concept of risk, I would imagine. Yeah, and, and it humbles you, right? Like, I, I, uh, 2020 for me, yes, we talk about pivoting, but that unknown, especially the first four or five months, where um, it was just so many new things to deal with. And you heard, you know, very mixing news from the federal government and then to the local government. And because no one's been through this, but I'm really impressed with that we're vaccinating million, millions of people a day. And once we can get lo- all restaurants today as a local business, before you got tourists and before you had business travelers, it's going to take a t- long time before that business traveler and that tourist is coming back. So, Right now, we we are grateful for our local business, and we're going to be a local business for a long time. How has this impacted your thoughts around expansion and and opening new locations? And I would imagine there were plans in place, and and probably those types of plans had to be put on hold. All openings last year, of course, were put on hold. But we also see that some of them will, uh, you know, by the later part, third and fourth quarter this year, you know, we're, we're... we have a um, uh, street bird we're going to put, uh, which is fast casual, we're going to put in Las Vegas this late summer. And we also moved a lot of our business online. You know, we partnered with companies like Gold Bellish. You know, the consumer behavior has changed, so people want stuff online. So we, we partner with companies like that. And, and I think either late next year, this year or beginning of next year, we're going to open a new restaurant here in New York. Because um, it's important, like cities like Philadelphia, New York, don't the chefs don't give up that we continue uh, to open and continue to work and continue to create work, uh, jobs. What is the state of uh, of New York City right now from a business perspective? I mean, you being there, there was a lot of conversation a few months ago about the you know what was believed to be a deep impact that New York City was going to feel, uh, and, and maybe even for a longer term. No, there's no doubt that the city is going through it, but I also think with, with uh, everyone, wherever meeting, whatever things, every Zoom, you talk to people, people want the city back and people are going to do whatever it takes 
to bring a city like New York back, right? And uh, eventually tourists will come and business travel will slowly come back. But there's also camaraderie like never before. There, there is something, uh, it reminds me in a way, you know, post 9-11 where everybody was committed to the city to come back. And this is bigger than that. Uh, and a very different, but that camaraderie uh, is definitely back, and everybody's collaborating and working as much as they can to get the city back on track. You know, hopefully this fall, Broadway comes back, which is a huge indicator, right, to the city. And then yeah. you hear that the hotels are, they went from 4 or 5% business occupation to 20, 25 to 30%. And those are huge indicators. Those are important indicators yeah. to get bring uh, sort of the, the bloodline of the city back. Is there something that you will have taken away from this experience over the last 12 years, whether it be as a business owner or just as, you know, a member of the New York City community? A lot of humility, you know. Um, you know, we were, my business were in eight countries. I've worked really hard over the last 25 years to came to this country with $300 and built up a sizable business. And as an entrepreneur, you're just not never, ever safe. It's always something that can happen. And I had no idea that something like this would be able to. It took me 25 years to build and it took 10 days to break, right? And um, that's something that I had to manage through and navigate through and my employees. And we're working together to build it back up. And, um, you know, but also I'm grateful that I have my family's healthy, um, and you and my staff are back, and we're building back. You know, we're not giving up. We're going to go right back in, build it back up again, and work together collectively. You may have hit on maybe the statement that will encapsulize this as much as anything. 25 years to build, 10 days to break. And that and that yep. says something, of, you know, just about what happened, but, but also yep. how people need to think uh, moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We learned a lot, and um, there's a lot of humility, but also the love for and the, and the appreciation for family and community. There's a lot of things that happen in our communities that um, were very positive. You know, you yeah. saw neighbors collaborating in, on my block. Uh, we created daycare for all the kids with all the skills that the parents have and the older kids have. So there's things that start to happen block by block that I've never seen before that I hope will stay post-corona as well. Mark, it's great to talk to you. Uh, stay safe and all the best. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Marcus Samuelson, Celebrity Chef and Restaurateur. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.